Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Limits Podcast. This is episode 30. So a little bit over, I mean, if my math is correct, a little bit over seven months now, right? Yeah, yeah. Am I, am I going stupid right now? Yeah, yeah no, about no, seven and a half months. Yeah, that's insane. Um, I remember when we came up on half a year, but heck, these these weeks are flying by right now. This is, our, I think, our fifth show recording virtually. So what happens is I'll call Mike over the phone. We've got our headphones in, so we can't hear each other's, uh, so each other's audio doesn't go into each other's microphone, essentially. But, um, yeah, it's been five weeks already since we started doing that. COVID's been around for about a month and a half now, maybe. That was, I mean, pretty big in the United States. And, uh, heck, I mean, of course, the time before that, that they didn't tell us about, but. Yeah, times times going by. Dude. Aren't you? Uh, well, I mean, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to steal too much of the opening time, but yeah, get on in here, Mike, and you know, break no, dice dude, a little bit. You just got me thinking. All of this, all of this started because of Rudy Gobert, bro. Isn't that something? Jeez. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, maybe this, maybe the media doesn't flip out like it did if. You know, the NBA people didn't start catching it because yep. nobody cared up until that point, you know? Yeah, basically, that's kind of when everything kind of hit the fan. I remember that super yep. clearly. Uh, yeah, basically, like you were saying, man, episode 30 of our show, I mean, it's been a while. We've been doing this show virtually now since the basically the lockdown happened about a month and a half ago. And we were talking a lot before the show, man. I For everybody listening to the show, I really... I feel for y'all because I feel for myself because we had such a good lineup scheduled, bro. Like, I'm telling you, we had a show with some hitters that I know would have been all-time classic. And all the episodes we've done with guests already have been pretty legendary. And Mm -hmm. I just, I hate that I feel like our momentum got kicked in the nuts. Because I think what we had done guests... I think we did four shows with guests. I think you were with me for three, and then I did one by myself with a guest. Mm-hmm. And we were really starting to get an actual feel for it. And then, hey, man, this freaking pandemic showed up, and now we're lucky to be able to call each other and do a show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it is what it is. You roll with the punches. You win some, you lose some, but... One thing, excuse me, I'm I'm a little tired. I've been battling allergies now for the past couple of days. That oak is getting to me real bad. That oak, dude. But, um, nowadays, if you say yeah. you have anything, like bro, you can't say you have anything out in public. Like if you say you have allergies out in public, they're like, no, you don't. You got that freaking, you got that boy COVID <laughs> playing with you. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I I don't. I haven't even been to H-E-B once. My parents go and, you know, how that goes. So, dude, I've been, I mean, I'll be all right. I've been getting sent basically every week to go do the bidding, picking up groceries, like, for my grandparents and, like, a little bit for myself. Mm. And, I mean, I've been pretty safe about it. But, yeah, I've been the guinea pig having to go out and 
go do the the dirty work. I guess if anybody gets it, and it would be fine. I guess it's me. So I'd I, I'd rather get it, hmm. be sick for a week, and shake it off than to like let my grandma or my great grandma like die. So, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'll try to go about that. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the meat of our show, brother. I had a sure. couple of nice little ideas come into my head, you know, because like when we try to when we do, try to do this show for you guys, I mean, we we pretty much try to we you know we get like a like a rough template, you know, kind of like a some spark notes for like all right. Let's kind of go in this direction with it, so that way we can kind of give you guys um, some certain things. And so, one thing that I really wanted to talk about, because I think it's important, is kind of an origin story and how each of us got here talking to you guys right now, and kind of a little bit about who we are. I think we did something very similar on our first show ever, but... I think there's a lot of stuff to update since then. And I don't really think, I don't think we each explained ourselves too terribly much. I think we just kind of like, uh, asked questions about each other, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Ooh, origin stories. Um, so, I mean, obviously this is going to take, take it back to like, uh, the early school days so growing up i was always uh i mean i played sports always from like pre-k onwards i was always interested in you know football basketball soccer baseball all of it so i mean growing up that was probably the biggest part of my life even throughout high school was athletics i loved to compete i loved to win and i loved playing sports you know being active and trying to win with your team there was there was no better feeling that I've I've ever come across but um so I mean like I said at a young age I was always pretty active and fit and healthy and I took pride in you know that as well um and then you know at the same time I was you know like I said I was I was pretty athletic and I, I played a ton of sports at the same time both of my parents were teachers right so obviously they both kind of stressed the importance of um you know doing well in school um you know getting a getting a good education but just uh you know being able to think for yourself and make your own decisions and you know learn learn what you can and you know take schoolwork and academics seriously which you know everybody should to an extent obviously um now it, different for everybody as you get older but I feel like at a young age you should definitely uh, you know like basic reading and math should all be prioritized so I mean I was a pretty pretty well-rounded kid I would say you know playing sports uh, did pretty well in school and then you know growing up a little bit you know getting into like junior high and high school everything just got a bit more serious, right? You start competing for the school. You start wearing Lavernia across your chest. So with that comes more responsibility in both the classroom and uh, on the court or on the field, right? So 
know, things got a bit more intense, you know, practices. Um, if you wanted to stand out on your team, it wasn't enough to just show up to practice every day. You had to put in extra time in order to get better, which I was always willing to do, one, because I loved playing anyways, but secondly, is because I was just so competitive. I wanted to be the, I mean, I did, I wanted to be the best and I wanted to uh, work the hardest. So, you know, those, those qualities and traits always carried with me. Um, I'll ask you, know, you a, high school. Uh, a quick question, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Right. Feel free to. What, free. what was your favorite team that you were ever on? And you and don't freaking set me and say some corny stuff. Just say the, the truth. Favorite team that I ever played for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just your favorite experience, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it easily had to be, without a doubt, my senior year of high school football. Um, yeah, there was. There's nothing that can really come close for me. Football um, was always one of my favorite sports, and then, yeah, actually, basketball was a big part of my life too you know between junior high and up until my junior year when I stopped playing but after that football was you mm-hmm. know it was my thing uh, yeah. I loved it and I took a, so much pride in it but yeah so going from like my sophomore year when we went two and nine and actually made the playoffs and lost in the first round is that that's some and shit we went from that in high school football in high school football you can go two and nine and make the playoffs well we went two and three in district play so oh, okay yeah we we beat out uh pleasant in that year the uh but, the non-conference so the fall, play wasn't too good was... oh no absolutely not <laughs> no we were pretty pretty terrible that year Granted, we were—I mean, like I said, we were only sophomores, and there there were a couple of us who got pulled up when we played varsity that year. Um, so it was it was clear that you know our class always had a lot of talent, and then you could tell junior year too that you know the pieces weren't quite there yet. We still needed to get our feet wet, still need some experience, and then the time senior year rolled around, that was just that was just a phenomenal phenomenal year that we had it really was something special uh, you know after everything that we had been through so all right proceed. yeah it's definitely got to be my favorite team all right proceed um so i mean uh so like i said responsibilities started to pick up as you know things got more intense um you know competitive competitively you know uh you're getting into the age where you're about to hit high school, so it's it's good to start thinking about what you want your high school career to look like, like what sports you want to play, what clubs you want to be a part of, because it's going to be a pretty important time as far as determining your future, you know what I'm saying? So got into high school and still played all the sports, right? Uh, I, I mean, at this point, I was no longer playing baseball, but ran track, played football, play basketball and then I joined the debate club and my freshman year I was also a part of this organization where uh, I don't know if you were familiar with it but it was called Odyssey of the Mind and it was like a creative problem solving competition where we had to put on a performance to showcase how we would solve 
um, like a, a problem in a creative way. It was it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool gig. I did it. Uh, what maybe three? I, I can't even remember. I did it a couple years. We made it to the world uh, competition world finals a couple times actually so we're pretty good but i mean like i said um just every single year as i went throughout school just all around did as much as i could and you know tried to be the best at it um i won't go into too many more details until i let you go that way we can like bounce some questions off of each other you know what i'm saying like yeah just i'll just give a little shell okay all right but uh, well, just one more thing. Yeah. Um, so upon finishing high school, right, obviously I had a pretty successful high school career, I guess. And then I made my decision my senior year before I graduated to decline my, um, my full ride to UT. <laughs> because I, I, I still, th- I thought you were trolling, bro. I really did. No, no, uh, I mean, shoot, the th- if I, even even if I had went to school, I'd still be at home right now, just like mm-hmm. everybody else, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's COVID, but um, yeah, I I got into business, and I, w- I always knew I wanted to, uh, obviously, with everything that I did, I, it's not like I could spend six hours out of the day working on business until I decided my senior year, I was just going to say screw all these classes I'm in I'm gonna work on my thing and see if I like it and I did and I wanted to do it full-time and that's when I decided to make my decision and you know since then I've been eating away at it you know Mm -hmm. trying to get to where I want to be and you know all the same qualities that I've had since I was younger are still there and that's you know they're always gonna be there and you know that's that's kind of where I'm at that's a little bit about my background you know what i'm saying so why don't yeah, you man. um why don't you share mike yeah man well hell, dude honestly i'm thinking about it and i'm like man i should have freaking gone first because now i have to respond to that i feel like i feel like that freaking rapper who just got dissed and now i have to respond it's like oh man i better go to the lab <laughs> and write up a track real fast well um well i mean if, if you're eminem you're bunny rabbit you can do anything man oh yeah dude what did Bunny Rabbit say? Yeah, I am white trash. I do live in a trailer with my mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a goaded movie. Um. Okay, so I would see when I think about my origin story, where I would start. Um. You know, when I think about how I got to, you know, where I'm at now, you know, it's not like I'm. It's not like either of us are like in some mansion or some shit and like got plaques on the wall or Mm -hmm. anything. But I will say that, um, I think my life, my life now, I think the past year of my life has been the biggest year of my life by far. And I'll kind of get into how I got here. My earliest memories, I can remember actually being a really good student in the very beginning and I I never got into athletics uh, until, let's see, I think I started playing athletics in probably like third, third grade is when I started playing sports. Mm-hmm. But before that, I was pretty much 
a nerd for the most part. I would say that um, I, I've, I've been obsessive my entire life in the sense that I, my entire, I think it's kind of like an addictive personality a little bit where I remember being obsessed with space and like, I was so obsessed with space that we had like some freaking crackhead guy come paint the space on my, on my ceiling when I was a kid at my old house. I was obsessed with snakes <laughs> for a while. I knew every snake. I was obsessed with U.S. presidents forever. Um, I was obsessed with – I think the switch kind of flipped for me where when I was young, like kindergarten – first grade like i remember in pre-k like one of my teachers freaked out because i could count to like two three four hundred like i just knew how to count and i I know (laughs) they said that was like most kids couldn't really count past 50 and so i was i was able to and so i guess i was a smart kid and school just came so easy when i was young and then i got into sports in about 2008 so I was seven, and I think that's when all my really early interests kind of died, and I really just became obsessive around sports. And mm-hmm. so I started watching sports all day long. I'd study it. I'd just get so fascinated with all this stuff. And I started playing sports, and that's where – because, I mean, we went, to, we went to school together, but I kind of met you through athletics for the most part. And I played. Yeah, because we had played basketball uh, for the CYO league. Yeah, I played church league, soccer, baseball. Oh yeah. Basketball. Yeah. Um, I played flag football for a year. Um, I think that's about. I think that's. And then, uh, like you said, I played sports in junior high. At that point, I, dude, I fucking played football for one year and. I sucked ass and I quit after one year, but I did play basketball until um, I quit in the middle of high school between 10th and 11th grade. I stopped playing, but so I would say athletics, yeah, athletics was a big part of my life. Probably the first 13 or 14 years or so up until about seventh or eighth, about eighth grade, I would say. And then at that point, my, I, I kind of had grown up in a uh, a household kind of of, you know, I never really realized what my parents did until I got to a certain age, you know, because when you're a young kid, I kind of always just thought that everybody's parents just had a regular job or something. And I kind of thought that everybody did that and I didn't really understand anything. And then I kind of realized what my parents did and like what they would always tell me about and like push me towards doing and you know, hard work and that type of thing. And so I remember I just, be, I, I've always been somebody who uh, obsesses over things and I love things. And so I would say in seventh or eighth grade, I, I, I want, I wanted to find a way to mix my love of sports with like making money because I don't really remember what age I was at, but then I really became like, I wanted to make money. And so I remember buying an uh, order of uh, phone cases to sell. And I was probably in seventh or eighth grade, probably, you know, I was just in junior high and 
I remember I used up like all freaking 200 bucks I had at that time. And I bought all this stuff and I never really sold any of it. It never really went anywhere. And it was like a little bit of a scar early on that I lost. And mm-hmm. going into high school for me was, it was just kind of a point where I, um, I never really, I wasn't super big into athletics. I played basketball. I was good at basketball. Everybody that played basketball knew me, but I, I, I think going into high school, mixing all the ages really fucked me up. You know what I mean? Cause like in junior, in junior high school, you only go to school with kids like that are in your class. Yeah. And so, I mean, you get, you kind of know people, you can tolerate certain people, you know, certain people like you may not like, but that's kind of whatever. Well, in high school, they mix everybody together. And so when I've always been a little bit introverted, um, but I've always been, I guess, kind of like a, like a comedic relief. Like, where like, I always, I, whenever I get nervous or in a weird situation, I just try to be funny. And so when I was a freshman in high school, I was, I mean, you're basically always the youngest person everywhere. And Mm -hmm. I didn't really do well in, in those situations at that young of an age. I got mixed. I got in a bunch of classes with nothing but a bunch of older kids than me. And I felt like none of them were my friend and all my, all my friends at that point, I rarely ever saw. Like, I remember I had lunch with the older kids. I had classes with the older kids. The only time I saw kids my age was in, uh, athletics and, uh, basketball. And so Mm -hmm. I just remember like kind of being like just a little upset that year just because I was like around a bunch of people that I really couldn't stand. Like as the year went on, I could, I could stand them less and less, but that year was the year where I kind of struck a little bit of gold where I, like I said, I've been, I was around kids that I didn't like, I felt like an oddball. And so I started this hustle on my phone where I could be on my phone for most of the day and make money. And probably from, I remember being in basketball when it was happening. So probably from like December of my freshman year to about April. So like, you know, a good chunk of the year, I started flipping sports lineups on Twitter, like Mm -hmm. religiously all day long. I'd flip sports lineups and I'd never seen money. Like, I mean, as a kid like that, like I felt like I was freaking loaded. And I mean, I mean, at 14 or 15, yeah, I probably was. And um, I just had so much fun doing it. I made all this money. And I was talking to all these people and I was so busy and it preoccupied me. And then it, the laws changed. The fantasy sports thing went away and then 10th grade rolled on and you know, things were getting better. Um, I met my girlfriend that year and she, she helped me a lot with, um, I don't know. She, she was definitely just somebody that was there. And so it was pretty nice, Mm -hmm. but I, at that point I felt crippled in business because I knew that I loved money and I knew I wanted to be a hustler and I knew that I loved doing this stuff, but I just could not find anything that works. Like I, like I would just look and I'm like, what can I do? Like, what's going to work? Like I, I got, I got money fast and I was like, how do I get more money? And, um, 
I tried sneaker reselling back then. It wasn't worth the sh- I, I just didn't know what I was doing. Um, so many other things that just nothing seemed to work. And so on the business sense, I feel like I, I'd lost all my drip for about a year and a half where I just felt kind of depleted. And um, luckily I was like a kid. And so I didn't, I didn't have to really spend any money. So all that money I made with lineups, I still had access to. And so going into my junior year, I would say I was completely out of athletics by then. I, I, I pretty much hated school at that point. Uh, I mean, my grades didn't get as bad as they would eventually get, but they were already pretty bad. And I kind of like, just like, I didn't participate in shit, dude. Like I would just kind of show up, hang out, maybe be funny here and there. Um, and you know, like, like ball bust some, some of my friends and shit and then, uh, just go home. Yeah. But I, I do, I seriously do not even remember how I got into the business I'm in right now or how it got successful, but I just did something and it was a little something and it kind of started. And then about that same time I got my first job. And, um, for me, when it comes to origin stories, I think that experience was so important for me because, it, it was like the perfect time where I'll, in the junior year that summer, you know, you're 17, maybe 16, 17 at that point. And you could see the light at the end of the tunnel. You still don't think the tunnel's ever going to end. You don't really think you're going to get out of school, but like, you know, you are, but you're like, I don't know, man, I'm still a little nervous, right? It's like, I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to graduate and they're going to be like, psych. But, um, I was like, okay, this is going to be ending soon. And like, I really wasn't thinking about college that much. I really had no idea what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to make money. And so I started this job kind of because my parents were like, oh, you need a job for responsibility. And um, I liked it at first. And my business that I started running in 11th grade started doing pretty okay. And I just kept working on it and working at it. And I was saving money for my job. And I grew to a point where over the 11th grade summer and then going into 12th grade, my business started picking up steam and um, I was still working and just stuffing cash and going to school, fucking just basically showing up and leaving. Uh, And I think for me, when it came to what I was going to do after high school, I mean, I pretty much, I knew what I wanted to do but I wasn't at the level to where I could be like a adult doing it. If that makes sense. Like I, I was still kind of operating at a kid level. And, um, I remember like I met, I definitely met our guy, Cody thrive. And then I kind of learned something from him. He started showing me some game and I just, I got around the right people at the right time where I started learning certain tricks and just putting them to work and just building something. So by the time I graduated high school, I had something going. I really did. And I remember thinking, okay, now I don't have to go to school. I can put my foot down on the pedal. And basically it's going to be, I mean, it's been about 11 months since I've been out of, since we've been out of high school, which I mean, it feels like it's been years. Um, 
Mm. It feels like it's been years, man. And um, I've definitely put my pedal, I've definitely put my foot down on the pedal since then to where I've just taken it so seriously and I've invested in what I believe in. And I mean, basically my decision was I'm going to stay home. I'm going to continue building this shit that I built for the past year and a half. And I'm going to go to like this community college and, you know, kind of go to school, but like really focus on this. And when it came to creating content, I've always wanted to be, I've always wanted to be like, like an entertainer or like, you know, somebody that, you know, makes creative content online. And so I was like, you know what? I want to do this. And so I, I tapped a couple of my friends, Mr. Joe, Spencer, some of my other friends. And I was like, you know, like, let's just do this. And that's how I came on this podcast. And we've been doing this podcast like for the past seven months. So it's been the, the bulk of this post childhood journey for us so far. And I'm very um, happy and proud of where we're at today and um it's kind of been just a it feels like it's all led up to this like every decision i i made like subconsciously in life about things i rebelled against things that i didn't want to do activities i didn't want to do activities that i did want to do things that i wanted to be a part of things i didn't want to be a part of kind of led to where i'm at today and i mean i'm a baby man i got this next decade of my life at least to to start paving the sidewalk. So that was my long winded yeah, sure. that was my long winded story of how I got on this microphone right here, man. Yeah, I mean, thinking about it, when we started in October, like I remember we always used to say, dude, imagine how talented we're gonna be on the microphones in two years and three years and four years and imagine how big yeah. our audience is gonna be you know what i'm saying and you know the more we do this obviously and the more or i mean obviously it's a habit by now Mm -hmm. but you know the more the more we keep at it the more the numbers will come and you know it's gonna it's gonna be pretty exciting like uh seven months doing a podcast every single week is to be honest with you no easy feat like i it's not i honestly have never met somebody who's done what we have you know yeah not at all especially at um at this age and level that we're at yeah you know people Uh that aren't you know we're not celebrities shit drop my airpod case (laughs) uh you know we're not celebrities we're not children of celebrities we're not really any of those things but we're just we're just you know chasing something and i think that's easily um that's something that people can see and people that we know can see that. And that's why I feel like a lot of people want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think, you know, what we're doing is obviously different and we're exposing different things to a lot of people for the first time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the like even us sharing it on, you know, social media, like on Twitter and Instagram, these, some of these people have never seen stuff like this before. So it's it's pretty cool knowing that and being able to do something like that. 
Yeah, I think for, you know, I would say maybe 10% of kids are even really serious and interested about the decisions that we made or would do the same decisions. But for them, if they, especially the kids that are in high school that are thinking about this type of stuff, um, you know, if you just put the work in, you could definitely make it a reality. I'll, um, I'll ask, I'll ask you at this point, basically one year removed, essentially you're still in that first year. Um, what has been the best moment, the worst moment, and how do you still feel about your decision uh, of what you would do once you left school? Yeah, so um, I would say I wouldn't. I don't think I have a moment where I can consider my worst. Yeah. Um, like as, as far as like one moment, what I will say is after graduating high school, um, I started living a completely different life than what I was used to, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, instead of having to wake up every Monday morning at five thirty AM to get to practice and get to the weight room and watch film and stuff. Right. Yeah. I could essentially sleep till whenever mm-hmm. and pick up where I left off the previous day, right? Yeah. So whenever that is paired with me not being around people every day like I was used to either, mm-hmm. um, it w- I was just in a weird little funk as far as learning how to adapt yeah, to it, my new lifestyle. Because that's system. what it was, is it was a new lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I can always remember even in high school, like I always got a ton of energy from being around people, right? I mm-hmm. love people and I love communicating and, you know, talking and joking and that kind of thing. So when I go from doing that, right, six days a week, because if you, you know, Monday through Friday, obviously with school, and then on Saturdays when I'd be at debate tournaments for freaking 14 hours, you know, like <laughs> the only day that I was by myself was on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? But now yeah. I have that every day. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, my my worst moment post high school was um, trying to learn how to deal with that and trying to learn how to come to terms with it, if that makes sense. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm doing fine now, but it was tough to, you know, figure out why I wasn't the same. And, you know, I thought it was something bad when in reality, you know, it was just I, it was a, a new lifestyle and I had to understand that and get used to it, which, you know, but now I know that in the future, uh, whenever I can create something at will, I'm definitely going to have to be in a position where I can communicate with people, you know, all day long and be around people. Yeah. So I would say my, so with, with that being said, I would say my best moment was figuring out that all the college kids had to come back home because COVID was canceling (laughs) their college, right? And and the reason why I say that is because, you know, all my friends were going to be coming back home, right? Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, we could go hang out whenever we wanted, just like the old days. So, I mean, I was pretty stoked, especially after you know, realizing why I was like in such a funky place, Mm -hmm. like after upon, you know know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it didn't pan out the way 
that I expected it to. I, th I guess I got humbled a little bit because I haven't been able to see any of them really because of our, you know, stay at home restrictions or whatnot. Yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, I mean, you know, my, my business is my business and I, d I mean, what's always going to be the most important to me is how I live my life. And, mm -hmm. Um, you know, the relationships I have with people. So um, with that being said, the last question that I'm going to have to answer that you asked was, how do I feel about my decision post high school? Uh, this is a good question because, you know, it's another one of the things that we wanted to talk about on the show, which is, is it a strength or a weakness to change your mind? And I think both of us are pretty similar on our opinion towards this um i in my opinion consider changing your mind a strength because um you know you you did something you tried it you realized it wasn't for you and you had the mental capacity to say okay it didn't work that's no big deal i'm gonna try something new and a lot of people are too stubborn to have to do something like that, uh, you know, from my perspective and my point of view. Yeah, so or they say, don't. They don't want the uh, the public L or the you know the public backlash if there is any. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I mean, for me, I um, as far as UT goes, right? I have been a Longhorns fan since. Before I can remember, my sister graduated from UT um, maybe five, six years ago. Mm -hmm. So I would have been the second sibling in the family to go to UT, right? Um, it, I guess you could say it was in my blood at, to an extent. And it was always something that I personally it was like being a Longhorn to an extent was like part of my brand. You know what I'm saying? Like I was always a Longhorn <laughs> yeah. fan and you like basically, you know, everything that I did in high school pointed to me being able to do whatever I wanted after high school. Because like, I mean, I obviously with a full ride to UT, had I applied anywhere else, I probably would have gotten accepted. Now UT was the only school that I applied to. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even to me and everybody that I knew was pretty clear about what I was going to do until uh, I found out and you know after you know several hours of reading and thinking and learning and practicing different things I realized that you know if I wanted to be pretty good at business and if I wanted to actually learn what was necessary I was gonna have to learn it on my own because that's the most that's the most valuable education when it comes to business is experience right and, and losing because, um, you know, obviously with every loss, if you learn from it, you can turn it into something positive. And that's what I've been doing. And I, I don't regret my decision by any means. And I'm, I'm happy to keep chugging along with it. Yeah, you can't learn business from a uh, textbook or a PowerPoint. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like you can definitely learn um, supply chain dynamics, you know, if you want to be the head operations manager of the dairy yeah. produce section at the San Antonio HEB. You or know what you I'm saying? Or you could fucking but, own the HEB. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Right. So, different things for everybody. Yeah, exactly. So, how about how about you, brother? So, it's funny that I ask such a question when I think about the answer, and I'm like, shit, man. Like, I don't like. I ask a question, but then when it gets flipped on me, I'm st- I'm I'm stumped. So I'll think. Um, it's funny that you said the social aspect was the biggest one for you because for me, I. I freaking slid in like a freaking king, dude. This was like the moment I've been waiting for, basically kind of being Mm -hmm. by myself quite a bit, but then being able to be around people that I liked when I wanted to, but then not not have to be around people I didn't like at all, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so I think the, the best part has been the, um, the build, the, the freedom, just the ability to do what I want to do all day long and really enjoy it. And like you said, you look at life not in a Monday through Friday. I have a test on Friday. I have a game on Friday life. You live your life seven days a week where every single day you, you do a little bit and then the next morning you pick up where you left off. And that's kind of the the life. So the best part for me has been the freedom, the, uh, like, I, I just knew that I knew for a fact that I would like adult life so much more than school life. I just knew that. And the success has helped out a lot, the work and seeing the results and, you know, kind of getting to a point where, getting to a point where I can, where I can sustain myself and um, know that my parents are proud of me and see that I'm really doing some real work makes me very happy. The worst part, this is tough because um, for me, the worst part has probably been, it kind of has to do with the changing your mind thing, man, where I, um, I think that I kind of, I think I kind of thought that I was going to be a, which I still I'm still playing with it, and this is the biggest mental hurdle I have is is my, the real estate thing where I kind of sort of thought in the back of my mind that I could be this mogul, like this fucking part-time mogul, and it would just be so great and easy, and I really got into the meat of it, and it just hasn't felt right yet, if that makes sense. And- like being a real estate salesman? Yeah, basically, yeah. Or agent? Yeah, where... Mm-hmm. I've just been like, man, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I love this. Uh, I haven't, I haven't really met anybody that like, I really like fucking saw myself being, if that makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. but, but it like, it makes me think, man, I'm doing a business right now that I would literally bite this desk I'm laying at to keep doing and I enjoy it. And I'm looking at the numbers and I'm looking at, I'm like, that looks like a legit salary to me. And so um, the worst part for me has been the changing your mind thing because it's really tough. Like, you know, it's easy to, I feel like it's easy to say change your mind's a good thing. But when you have other people in your life that I think a lot of people have hard times making decisions because they're worried about what the other people in their life are going to say, you know, I'm sure I'm sure. Sh- yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm sure you battled that with your college decision a lot. Did you really? Did you? Were you a little nervous 
about like what other people would think? No. Uh, what about your, like your family, like the people you live with? No. What I had to do with my parents, my parents obviously respected my decision and I was able to communicate, you know, what I was, what my thoughts were about everything. And of course I had to, um, figure out what their thoughts were too. Cause for them growing up, it was, you know, they had education for them and college for them was their way out. Like they didn't have rich parents by any means. They had to pay for their own school working, you know, full-time jobs and being full-time students at the same time. So, uh, for them, education was an escape. For me, I was in a completely different situation. So, like, I was grateful for them for doing what they did, you know, with their careers because it was able to allow me to do what I wanted to do, which is pursue um, entrepreneurship. So, I wasn't afraid of, you know, judgment from anybody by any means. Um, you know, I really, uh, I really couldn't care less about. Hmm what anybody else thought but at the same time like i definitely had to communicate it with my parents effectively and um i, I obviously i did a, a pretty good job with that <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so that would be the worst part so far for me has been uh managing some of my personal relationships i'd say and uh you know kind of having the humility to like change my mind on certain things and accept certain things. And I, I, it's still a work in progress every single day. There's no doubt about it. But as far as my decision, I was talking about it today with my dad. We, uh, we took a little drive around town today and mm -hmm. I really just feel so good about the decision I made overall and where I'm at now, because it's the best thing I could have possibly done was basically going to some little half-ass school, some you know, just some stupid crap, and staying at home all day and mm -hmm. focusing on what I what I, I feel like I'm born to do, and um, it's I mean it's gotten it's gotten more successful than I really thought. Like I really just went into it, kind of like blindfolded with my hands out wide. If that makes sense. Like I I yeah I wanted it. I was reaching for it, but I had no idea what was in front of me. And it's been pretty good. And, you know, I know for a fact when we're talking about this in another year, when it's basically two years removed, I'll have another year of like basically adult life war stories to tell. And I have certain things that are on my, on my checklist to knock out and to like keep moving forward and progress. And one yeah. of them, one of them's definitely getting my, my uh, content game up, you know, because there's certain things that I've always wanted to do and I just get haunted if I don't do them. And as I've, as I'm able to do things and succeed in them, I kind of can check them off, kind of like be like, okay, I, I could do this. But then the content thing's always been that thing that's hung over my head that I, that I, but I want to pursue. So I would say I made the best decision for me. And it sounds like you're not regretting your decision very much either. Um, mm -hmm. And I think we both had definite goods and bads for sure. Um, it's just been a very, very interesting year. And I hate, I hate that, like, that basically this kind of came in and kind of the whole pandemic kind of just, 
it shook us all up, but you know, maybe it was a good thing. You know, it yeah, yeah, for sure. It's kind of came in and kind of like scrambled everything all up. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, dude, I was like, bro, I, 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 dude, all the public schools in Texas in the state of Texas got canceled for the whole year. I was like, dude, why couldn't that happen when yeah. we were in school, bro? I would have been, I would have been yeah. pumped. Well, I know that, you know, the people who are in school right now, or I mean, obviously not in school, but not graduated or whatever. I've talked to a couple of them and it seems like they're ready to go back just to be able to do something different and not be at home all day. But somebody like my brother, shoot, he's the happiest soul alive. Oh yeah. He gets to, you know, <laughs> Yeah. Play but, games all day and whatever. Yeah. No school. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh well well hey, I I feel like we had some some pretty good talks. We definitely one day when we can be back in studio again and soon. Maybe it's even several down years maybe it's even several years down the line where we need to go um a true straight up origins episode where we just get into every everything you know oh yeah maybe we'll, dude maybe we'll make a documentary about us like the last dance dude bro honestly like making a documentary at 19 is fucking crazy <laughs> but uh <laughs> definitely bro like i don't plan on stopping any of this but, but like in years and years from now i'll definitely have plenty to talk about i just i enjoy mm-hmm. documenting now because I can go back and listen to what I was thinking at that time. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I wish I recorded a podcast every week since I was seven, you know, cause then I mm-hmm. could listen and be like, man, that's what I was thinking. That's how it really was at that time. Cause a lot of times you forget the context, you know? You, yeah. Cause that's why people do, you know, journal writing and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. For sure. Well, I mean, let's uh, let's think about wrapping it up a little bit. Uh, we went pretty deep, and I think our topics flowed pretty well with each other. And I'm I'm happy with um, you know what we were able to share. And I think a lot of people can get some some good nuggets out of this one. I hope so. I hope that I just hope that they can kind of like listen to these stories and get a gauge for who we were, where we are now, why we went there, and just kind of like then my message to people is just simply do what feels right, man. Like my gut has, my gut has never let me down. So yet. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it never will. I mean, if, if you can make the best out of any situation, you can't make a bad decision ever, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you've got that kind of confidence within yourself, you're going to have a, a pretty good time living this life. I think so too, man. And I think this has been a great episode. Hey, man, I am so happy that this show is going on and all the shows on the Strive Network are going on. The Strive Network is kind of one of those ideas that just pop into your head. And I'm like, fuck, like it's a thing where I was like tired of talking. Let's do this. And so we created all these shows. Mm. We've been living with you guys for 
almost eight months now, just kind of rocking with y'all, sharing ideas, chatting with everybody. Well, even even the best thing about it is we still or we know that when the next recession hits, is we're still gonna have a job at the old Strive Network. Dude, hopefully by the time the ne- the recession's hit and Strive's got a media complex, baby, hopefully we got yeah for sure you know some legit things going on around here, man. I hope the next recession's not for at least another six or seven years. By then, who knows where where the whole thing will be? Um, yeah, I'll say, man. I think this has been a pretty good episode. This is episode thirty of No Limits. Three oh, if you. A big one. A big one, baby. Oh, yeah. I hope the next Shoot, 30... Before we know it, we're going to be at 50. Dude, I hope the next 30 are better than the first 30. I almost, I can almost promise they will be. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys love No Limits Podcast, if you guys enjoy the Strive Network as a collective, thank you so much, man. We really appreciate you. I really appreciate you. I kind of look at this as kind of like my child. You know? This is my little baby. Yeah, yeah. definitely... We definitely appreciate everybody who takes the time to listen to us a little bit, you know? Yeah, I'm so appreciative because it's like, man, you could have listened. Out of all the people you could have listened to, you listen to us. Mm-hmm. It's like, shit, man. I yeah. would have listened to somebody else probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Damn. Hey, man, if you guys if you guys enjoy us, leave us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Uh, freaking subscribe yeah, to the show. For sure. Hit me and... Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Hit me up on Twitter, man. I am rocking with peeps on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. I am at... What the fuck am I on Twitter? Uh, I, I think you're at Michael... Oh, no, at I'm... M Pendergraft underscore. Yes, maybe? M Pendergraft underscore. That's me on Twitter. And then... Uh, which one do you want to give out, bro? I know you. I know you got a couple Twitter joints going on. Uh, at Joseph Cortex with an X, J O S E P H C O R T E X. Follow me there. Ask me any questions. Um, yeah, connect with me and let, let's keep let's keep doing this thing. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, guys. I'll be honest. I kind of felt a little bad when this evening first started, but now I feel pretty sexy. I'll be honest. And so, uh, oh, yeah. I might take my shirt off. I might not. But uh, we're going to get on out of here. Thank you so much for listening to No Limits 3 0. My boy Cortex is going to alley oop slam this thing on out of here. Bet. Hey, we'll see you guys later. Like like Mike always says, thanks so much for the support and for the listens. It means the world to us. And we'll see you guys on episode 31. See y'all. Peace.